Hare Krishna, everyone. <clears throat> Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. As we trudge on in this <clears throat> coronavirus pandemic, everyone trying, being forced to be creative and how they live their lives and still get meaning meaning and satisfaction. <clears throat> it's becoming clearer and clearer that we can't get full satisfaction without awakening our relationship with Krishna. <clears throat> I was listening to Gopi Pranadana Prabhu today <clears throat> and he was describing how in Kali Yuga even people who are serious seekers they have a tendency to get connected with people who are not actually honest and posing themselves as spiritual advisors or spiritual <clears throat> authorities so therefore, it makes for a very hope, hopeless kind of situation. And the main di difference he was describing between all the different New Age groups and, you know, sectarian groups that have branched off of the <clears throat> main sectarian religions, which all have beginnings in history that are traceable by documents, um, <clears throat> the main difference is that they don't have a clear conception, any one of them, of what or who is the absolute truth and, and how to develop the relationship, what it is actually. <clears throat> how to scientifically measure it. And therefore Prabhupada's books shine a beacon of light, uh, a possibility of becoming educated spiritually uh, that will give us <clears throat> clear understanding, spiritual education, actually. And spiritual education doesn't, isn't based on some kind of uh, classroom study and textual scholarship and all these kinds of things, but mainly it's based on hearing what the truth is <clears throat> from those who have heard from people who know what the truth is, all the way back to Krishna. So here we are, very fortunate <clears throat> to be able to read together Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is the perfect Shastra. <clears throat> confirmed by Srila Prabhupada. Srila <clears throat> Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Bhakti Vinod Thakur also, when he read Chaitanya Charitamrita for the first time, and then the second time especially, he became convinced that Lord Chaitanya was Krishna and that he had come to bring the full picture So all the apparent contradictions and problematic, you know, uh, philosophical concepts and logic and reasoning and all these things are all perfectly reconciled and put in perspective by the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which therefore is the foundation, even as much as Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam are. And in a poetic way, uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur is uh, notifying everyone of this truth <clears throat> in a poetic way. He said, in due course, Mahapralaya, devastating floods, will inundate the entire universe. If you attempt to survive by swimming in that deluge, then do not neglect 
to take hold of Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. <clears throat> or, if you cannot hold all three, then release Bhagavad Gita. If necessary, you may also relinquish Srimad Bhagavatam, but under no circumstances release your hold on Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. For if this one book remains, then the flood can do no actual damage, because after it has subsided, the message of Shastra can be revived from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita alone, it being the essence of all Shastra. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhaktarvinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhaktarvinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhaktivinda. So, lucky us, <clears throat> we've reached the eighth chapter of the Madhya as Lord Chaitanya walks uh, through South India, enlightening everyone and visiting all the holy places of pilgrimage. This is a very, very important chapter because in this chapter Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hears from Ramananda Roy the, the gamut of spiritual or the spectrum of spiritual knowledge from the very beginning of Varnasham Dharma to the highest realms of the relationship between Radha and Krishna and Goloka Vrindavan. <clears throat> so, be very attentive for this because this is a very, very important uh, chapter. It's very long and uh, we will learn a lot together. <clears throat> Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyalila, Chapter 8 talks between Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy. The summary of the eighth chapter is given by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Amrita Bhavaha Bhasha. After visiting the temple of Jiyadna Narsinga, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to the banks of the river Godhavari to a place known as Vidyanagar. When Srila Ramananda Roy went there to take his bath, they met. After introducing himself, Sri Ramananda Roy requested Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to remain in the village for some days. Honoring his request, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stayed there in, some, in, in the home of some Vedic brahmanas. <clears throat> in the evening, Sri Ramananda Roy used to come to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Ramananda Roy, who was clothed in ordinary dress, offered the Lord respectful obeisances. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu questioned him on the object and process of devotion of worship and also asked him to recite verses from the Vedic literature. First of all, Srila Ramananda Roy enunciated the system of Ivanashram institution. He recited various verses about Karmapana, <clears throat> Karmarpana, stating that everyone or everything should be dedicated to the Lord. <clears throat> he then spoke of detached action, knowledge mixed with devotional service, and finally, the spontaneous loving service of the Lord. After hearing Srila Ramananda Roy recite some verses, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted the principle of pure devotional service, devoid of all kinds of speculation. After this, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Ramananda Roy to explain the higher platform of devotional service. Then, 
Srila Ramananda Roy explained unalloyed devotional service, love of Godhead, and serving the Lord in the moods of pure servitude, fraternity, and paternal love. Finally, he spoke of serving the Lord in conjugal love. He then spoke of how conjugal love can be developed in various ways. This conjugal love attains its highest perfection in Srimati Radharani's love for Krishna. He next described the position of Srimati Radharani and the transcendental mellows of love of God. Srila Ramananda Roy then recited a verse of his own concerning the platform of ecstatic vi um, vision, technically called Prema Vilas Vibharta. Srila Ramananda Roy also explained that all stages of conjugal love can be attained through the mercy of the residents of Vrindavan, especially by the mercy of the gopis. All these subject matters were thus vividly described. Gradually, Ramananda Roy could understand the position of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibited his real form, Ramananda Roy fell unconscious. <clears throat> After some days, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Ramananda Roy to retire from government service and come to Jagannath Puri. These descriptions of the meetings between Ramananda Roy and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are taken from the notebook of Surup Damodar Goswami. <clears throat> Text 1 Sancharya Rama Dibat Bhakti Mege Sabhakti Siddhanta Chaya Mitani Gorad Bir Eitair Amuna Vitirnas Excuse me, Hare Krishna. It's okay. Taj Yatva Ratnalayatam Prayati Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is known as Goranga, is the ocean of all conclusive knowledge in devotional service. He empowered Sri Ramananda Roy, who may be likened to a cloud of devotional service. This cloud was filled with the water of all the conclusive purports of devotional service and was empowered by the ocean to spread this water over the sea of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. Thus the ocean of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became filled with the jewels of, of the knowledge of pure devotional service. I think I'll read that again. <clears throat> Text 1, translation. <clears throat> Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is known as Goranga, is the ocean of all conclusive knowledge in devotional service. He empowered Sri Ramananda Roy, who may be likened to a cloud of devotional service. This cloud was filled with the water of all the conclusive purports of devotional service and was empowered by the ocean to spread this water over the sea of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. Thus the ocean of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became filled with the jewels of the knowledge of pure devotional service. All glories to Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. All glories to Lord Nityananda. All glories to Advaita Acharya, Advaita Acharya, and all glories to all the devotees of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Text 3. According to his previous program, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went forward on his tour and after some days arrived at the place of pilgrimage known as Jiyada Nishinga. Purport. The Jiyada Nishinga temple is situated on the top of a hill about five miles away from Vishakapatnam. <clears throat> There is a railway station on the Southern Indian Railway known as Singachala. 
Singhachala. The temple known as Singhachala is the best temple in the vicinity of Vishakapatnam. This temple is very affluent and is a typical example of the architecture of the area. On one stone tablet, it is mentioned that formerly a queen covered the deity with gold plate. <coughs> this is mentioned in the Vishakapatnam Gazetteer. About the temple, there are residential quarters for the priests and devotees. Indeed, at the present moment, there are many residential quarters to accommodate visiting devotees. The original deity is situated in the depths of the temple, but there is another deity, a duplicate known as the Vijay Murti. This smaller Murti can be moved from the temple and taken on public processions. Priests generally belong to the Ramanuja Sampradaya and are in charge of the deity worship. Text 4 Upon seeing the deity of Lord Nishinga in the temple, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu offered his respectful obeisances by falling flat. Then, in ecstatic love, he performed various dances, chanted, and offered prayers. Text 5 all glories to, to Lord Nishingadev, all glories to Nishingadev, who is the Lord of Prahlad Maharaj, and, like a honeybee, is always engaged in beholding the lotus face of the Goddess of Fortune. Purport The Goddess of Fortune is always embraced by Lord Nishingadev. This is mentioned in the commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam written by the great commentator. Srila Sridhar Swami. The following verse was composed by Srila Sridhar Swami in his commentary on the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Ted 10.87.1. Vag Isha Yasya Banene Lakshmir Yasya Chevakshasi Yasyaste Ridaye Sambit Tam Nushingam Aham Bajay. Lord Nishingadeva is always assisted by Saraswati, the goddess of learning, and, is, and he is always embracing the goddess of fortune to his chest. The Lord is always complete in knowledge within himself. Let us offer obeisances unto Nishingadeva. Similarly, in his commentary on the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 111, Sridhar Swami describes Lord Nishingadeva in this way, Prahlada Ridhyaladan Bhakta Vidya Vidaranam Shadat Indu Richim Vande Parindra Vadanam Harim. Let me offer my obeisances unto Lord Nishingadev, who is always enlightening Prahlad Maharaj within his heart, and who always kills the nations that attacks the devotees. His mercy is distributed like moonshine and his face is like that of a lion. Let me offer my obeisances unto him again and again. Text 6 Although very ferocious, the lioness is very kind to her cubs. Similarly, although very ferocious to non-devotees like Hiranyakashipu, Lord Nushingadev is very, very soft and kind to devotees like Prahlad Maharaj. Purport This verse was composed by Sridhar Swami in his commentary on the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 7.9.1 Text 7 In this way, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recited different verses from the Shastra. The priest of Lord Nishingadev then brought garlands and the remnants of the Lord's food and offered them to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. As usual, a Brahmana offered Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu an invitation. The Lord passed the night in the temple and then commenced his tour again. Text 9 <clears throat> The next morning, 
in the great ecstasy of love, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu started on his tour with no knowledge of the proper direction and he continued the whole day and night. Text 10 As previously, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu converted to Vaishnavism many people he met on the road. After some days, the Lord reached the banks of the river Godavari. When he saw the river Godavari, the Lord remembered the river Yamuna, and when he saw the forest on the banks of the river, he remembered Sri Vrindavandam. After performing his usual chanting and dancing for some time in this forest, the Lord crossed the river and took his bath on the other bank. After bathing in the river, the Lord walked a little distance from the bathing place and engaged in chanting the holy name of Krishna. At that time, accompanied by the sounds of music, Ramananda Roy came there on a palanquin to take his bath. Many brahmanas following the Vedic principles accompanied Ramananda Roy. According to the Vedic rituals, Ramananda Roy took his bath and offered oblations to his forefathers. Text 16 Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could understand that the person who had come to bathe in the river was Ramananda Roy. The Lord wanted so much to meet him that his mind immediately began running after him. Text 17 Although Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was running after him mentally, he, re he patiently remained sitting. Ramananda Roy, seeing the wonderful sannyasi, then approached him. Sri Ramananda Roy then saw Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Prabhu, to be as brilliant as a hundred suns. The Lord was covered by a saffron garment. He was large in body and very strongly built and his eyes were like lotus petals. Large in body. He was seven foot six. Think about that. Seven foot six. And his eyes were like lotus petals. <clears throat> Text 19. When Ramananda Roy saw the wonderful sannyasi, he was struck with wonder. He went to him and immediately offered his respectful obeisances, falling down flat like a rod. <clears throat> Text 20 The Lord stood up and asked Ramananda Roy to arise and chant the holy name of Krishna. Indeed, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very eager to embrace him. 21 Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then inquired whether he was Ramananda Roy. And he replied, Yes, I am your very low servant, and I belong to the Shudra community. <clears throat> Text 22. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then embraced Sri Ramananda Roy very firmly. Indeed, both the master and the servant almost lost consciousness due to ecstatic love. Their natural love for each other was awakened in them both and they embraced and fell to the ground. Purport Srila Ramananda Roy was an incarnation of the gopi Bishaka. Since Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Lord Krishna himself, there was naturally an awakening of love between Vishaka and Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the com combination of Srimati Radharani and Krishna and the gopi Vishaka is a principal gopi assisting Srimati Radharani. Thus the natural love between Ramananda Roy and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu awakened and they embraced. Text 24 When they embraced each other, ecstatic symptoms paralysis, perspiration, tears, shivering, paleness, and standing up of the bodily hairs appeared. 
The word Krishna came from their mouths falteringly. When the stereotyped ritualistic brahmanas who were following the Vedic principles saw this ecstatic manifestation of love, they were struck with wonder. All these brahmanas began to reflect as follows. The brahmanas thought, we can see that this sannyasi has a luster like the effulgence of Brahman. <clears throat> but how is it that he's crying upon embracing a shudra, a member of the fourth caste in the social order? <clears throat> they thought this Ramananda Roy is the governor of Madras, a highly learned and grave person, a Maha Pandit. But upon touching this sannyasi, he has become restless like a madman. While the Brahmanas were thinking in this way about the activities of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw those outsiders and restrained his transcendental emotions. Purport Ramananda Roy was intimately related to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, he can be accepted as a sajatiya, a person within the intimate circle of the Lord. The Brahmanas, however, were followers of the Vedic rituals and were not able to have an intimate connection with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Consequently, they are called Vijatiya, Vijatiya Loka. In other words, they were not pure devotees. One may be a highly learned Brahmana, but if he is not a pure devotee, he is a Vijatiya, an outcast, one outside devotional service. In other words, a non-devotee. Although Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy were embracing an ecstasy, the Lord restrained his transcendental emotions upon seeing the outsider brahmanas. When they regained their sanity, they both sat down, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu smiled and began to speak as follows. Text 30 Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya spoke of your good qualities, and he made it and he made a great endeavor to convince me to meet you. Indeed, I have come here just to meet you. It is very good that even without making an effort, I have gotten your interview here. Hmm. Text 33, text 32. Ramananda Roy replied, Sarvabhoma thinks of me as his servant. Even in my absence, he is very careful to do me good. 33. By his mercy, I have received your interview here. Consequently, I consider that today I have become a successful human being. I can see that you have bestowed special mercy upon Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. Therefore, you have touched me although I am untouchable. This is due only to his love for you. Text 35 You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Narayana himself, and I am only a government servant interested in materialistic activities. Indeed, I am the lowest among men of the fourth caste. You do not fear the Vedic injunctions stating that you should not associate with a Shudra. <clears throat> you are not contemptuous of my touch, although in the Vedas you are forbidden to associate with Shudras. Purport In the Bhagavad Gita 9.32 the Lord says, Mami partha vyapashritya ye pisyu papa yonayaha striyo vaishas tata Shudras Tepiyanti Padam Gatin O son of Prita, 
Those who take shelter in me, though they be of lower birth, women Vaishnas, women Vaishas, merchants, as well as Shudras, workers, can attain the supreme destination. The word Papa Yoniya means born into a lower class. According to the Vedic system of classification, women, Vaishnas and Vaishnas and Shudras belong to a lower social order. A low life means a life without Krishna consciousness. High and low positions in society are calculated by considering a person's Krishna consciousness. A Brahmana is considered to be on the highest platform because he knows Brahman, the Absolute Truth. The second caste, the Kshatriya caste, also know Brahman, but, do not, but not as well as the Brahmanas. The Vaishyas and Shudras do not clearly understand God consciousness. But if they take to Krishna consciousness by the mercy of Krishna and the spiritual master, they do not remain in the lower castes, Papa, Yoniya. It is clearly stated, Tepiyanti Param Gatim. Unless one has attained the highest standard of life, one cannot return home, back to Godhead. One may be a Shudra, Vaisha, or woman, but if one is not, but if one is situated in the service of the Lord in Krishna consciousness, one should not be considered Stri, Shudra, Vaisha, or lower than Shudra. Though a person may be a lowborn from a lowborn family, if he is engaged in the Lord's service, he should never be considered to belong to a lowborn family. The Padma Purana forbids vikshate jati samanyat sayati narakam druvam. A person goes to hell quickly when he considers a devotee of the Lord in terms of birth. Although Sri Ramananda Roy supposedly took birth in a Shudra family, he is not to be considered a Shudra, for he was a great, advanced devotee. Indeed, he was on the transcendental platform. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore embraced him. Out of spiritual humility, Sri Ramananda Roy presented himself as a Shudra, Raja Sevi Vishayi Shudrabana. Shudradhamma. <clears throat> Even though one may engage in government service or in any other pounds, shillings, pence business, in short, in materialistic life, one need only take to Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness is a very simple process. One need not chant the holy names of the Lord and strictly follow the principles. One need only, excuse me, I read that improperly. I'll start with a sentence before. Krishna consciousness is a very simple process. One need only chant the holy names of the Lord and strictly follow the Vedic the principles forbidding sinful activity. In this way, one can no longer be considered an untouchable, a vishayi or a Shudra. One who is advanced in spiritual life should not associate with non-devotees, namely men in government service and men engaged in materialistic activity for sense gratification or in the service of others. Such men are considered vishayi, materialistic. It is said, nishkinchanasya bhagavad bhajano mukasya Param Padam Jigamishor Bhavasagarasya Shandarshanam Vishayinam Atayoshitam Cha Ha Hanta Hanta Vishabak Shanato Pisadu. A person who is very seriously engaged in cultivating devotional service with a view to crossing the ocean of nations and who has completely abandoned all activities should never see a Shudra, a Vishayi, or a woman. This is Chaitanya Chandra Dayanataka 8.23, text 
You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. Therefore, no one can understand your purpose. By your mercy, you are touching me, although this is not sanctioned by the Vedas. Purport A sannyasi is strictly forbidden to see the Vishayis, the materialistic people. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, out of his boundless and causeless mercy, could show favor to anyone, regardless of birth and position. Text 38 <clears throat> You have come here specifically to deliver me. <clears throat> you are so merciful that you alone can deliver all fallen souls. Purport Srila Narutam Das Thakur sings in his Prartana 39 Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Daya Karamore Toma Vina Ke Dayalu Jagat Sansare Patita Pavana Hetu Tava Avatar So Mosamo Patita Prabhu Napoi Behar My dear Lord <clears throat> Please be merciful to me <clears throat> Who can be more merciful than your Lordship within these three worlds? You appear as an incarnation just to reclaim the conditioned fallen souls. But I assure you that you will not find a more soul more fallen than me. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's specific mission is to deliver fallen souls. Of course, in this age of Kali, there is hardly anyone who has not fallen according to the calculations of Vedic behavior. <clears throat> In his instructions to Rupa Goswami, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu described the so-called followers of Vedic religion in this way, Madhya 19, 146, Veda Nishta Madhya Veda Nishida Papakari Dharma Nahi Gane so-called followers of Vedic principles simply act, simply accept the Vedas formally. I read this again. So-called followers of Vedic principles simply accept the Vedas formally, but they act against Vedic principles. This is symptomatic of this age of Kali. People claim to follow a certain type of religion saying formally, I am Hindu, I am Muslim, I am Christian, I am this or that. But actually, no one follows the principles enunciated in religious scriptures. This is the disease of this age. <clears throat> Therefore, the merciful Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has simply advised us to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, <clears throat> the Lord can deliver anyone and everyone and though one may have fallen from the injunctions of revealed scriptures even though one may have fallen from the injunctions of revealed scriptures this is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's special mercy consequently he is known as Patita Pavana the deliverer of all fallen souls Text 39. 
it is the general practice of all saintly people <clears throat> to deliver the fallen. Therefore, they go to people's houses, although they have no personal business there. Purport A sannyasi is supposed to beg from door to door. He does not beg simply because he is hungry. His real purpose is to enlighten the occupant of every house by, pre by preaching Krishna consciousness. A sannyasi does not abandon his superior position and become like a beggar just for the sake of begging. <clears throat> Similarly, a person in householder life may be very important, but he may also voluntarily take to the mendicant way of life. <clears throat> Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami were ministers, but they voluntarily accepted the mendicant's life in order to humbly preach Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's message. It is said about them, Although the Goswamis were very aristocratic, on the order of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they became mendicants just to deliver the fallen souls. One should also consider that those who engage in the missionary activities of the Krishna Consciousness Movement are, are under the guidance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They are not actually beggars. Their real business is to deliver fallen souls. Therefore, they may go from door to door just to introduce a book about Krishna Consciousness so that people can become enlightened by reading. Formerly, brahmacharis and sannyasis used to beg from door to door. At the present moment, especially in the Western countries, a person may be handed over to the police if he begs from door to door. In Western countries, begging is considered criminal. Members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement have no business begging. Instead, they work very hard to introduce some literatures about Krishna consciousness so that people can read them and be benefited. But if one gives some contribution to a Krishna conscious man, he never refuses it. Text 40 My dear Lord, sometimes great saintly persons go to the homes of householders, although these householders are generally low-minded. When a saintly person visits their homes, one can understand that it is for no other reason, for no other purpose, than to benefit the householders. Purport. This is a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.8.4 Text 41 Along with me, there are about a thousand men, including the brahmanas, and all of them appear to have had their hearts melted simply by seeing you. 42. I hear everyone chanting the holy name of Krishna. Everyone's body is thrilled with ecstasy, and there are tears in everyone's eyes. 43. My dear sir, according to your behavior, and bodily features, you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is impossible for ordinary living beings to possess such transcendental qualities. Now we're seeing the actual position of Rama and the Roy. He can understand who he is just by looking at him. Other people are looking at him and being amazed, but they can't see that he's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. <clears throat> Ramananda Roy could immediately. So far of who we met, he's the first one. <coughs> Purport. <clears throat> Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's bodily features were uncommon. Indeed, his body was extraordinary in its measurements. The measurement of his chest and the measurement of his forearms 
were the same. <clears throat> this is called Nyagrodha Parimandala. As far as his nature is concerned, he was kind to everyone. No one but the Supreme Personality of Godhead can be kind to everyone. Therefore the Lord's name is Krishna, all-attractive. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita 14.4, Krishna is the kind father of everyone. In every species of life, Sarva Yoni Shu, he is the original father, the seed giver, Bija, Prada, Pita. How then can he be unkind to any living entity? One may be, one may be a man, an animal, or even a tree, but the Lord is kind to everyone. That is God's qualification. He also says in the Bhagavad Gita 9.29, Samoham Sarvabhuteshu, I am equally kind to everyone. And he advises, Sarvadharman Paritjaja Mamekam Sharanam Braja, give up all other engagements and simply surrender unto me. This instruction is meant not only for Arjuna, but for all living entities. Whoever takes advantage of this offer is immediately immune to all sinful activity and returns home back to Godhead. While present on this planet, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made the same offer. Text 44 The Lord replied to Ramananda Roy, Sir, you are the best of the topmost devotees. Therefore, Simply the sight of you has melted everyone's hearts. <clears throat> Purport Unless one is a first-class devotee, he cannot be a preacher. A preacher is generally a topmost devotee, but in order to meet the general populace, he has to come to distinguish between devotees and non-devotees. Otherwise, an advanced devotee makes no such distinctions. Indeed, he always sees that everyone is engaged in the service of the Lord. When one engages in preaching work, he must distinguish between people, he must distinguish to him between people and understand that some people are not engaged in the devotional service of the Lord. The preacher then has to take compassion upon such innocent people who do not know how to worship the Lord. In Srimad Bhagavatam 11.2.45, the symptoms of a topmost devotee are described as follows. Sarvabhuteshu yak pasyad bhagavad bhavam atmanaha bhutani bhagavad yan atman bhutani bhagavad yatman yesha bhagavatotamaha. The advanced devotee sees that all living entities are part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Everyone is in Krishna and Krishna is also within everyone. Such a vision is possible only for a person who is very advanced in devotional service. 45. Although I am a Mayavadi sannyasi, a non-devotee, I am also floating in the ocean of love of Krishna simply by touching you and what to speak of others. <clears throat> 46. Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya knew this would happen and thus to rectify my heart, which is very hard, he asked me to meet you. This is inconceivable. Inconceivable. 47. In this way, each of them praised the qualities of the other and both of them were pleased to see each other. At this time, a Brahmana Vaishnava, following the Vedic principles, came and offered obeisances. He fell flat before Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and invited him for lunch. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepting, accepted the invitation, knowing the Brahmana to be a devotee, and slightly, slightly smiling, 
He spoke as follows to Ramananda Roy. Purport Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted the invitation of the Vaishnava Brahmana. Even though one is a Brahmana, strictly following all the rules and regulations of Brahminical culture, if he is not a devotee, a follower of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one should not accept his invitation. At the present moment, people have become so degraded that they do not even follow the Vedic principles to say nothing to say nothing of Vaishnava principles. They eat anything and everything, whatever they like, and therefore the members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement should be very cautious about accepting invitations. <clears throat> Text 50 I wish to hear I wish to hear from you I wish to hear from you about Lord Krishna. Indeed, my mind is inclined to desire this. Therefore, I wish to see you again. Ramananda Roy replied, My Lord, although you have come to correct me, a fallen soul, my mind is not yet purified simply by seeing you. Please stay for five or seven days and kindly cleanse my polluted mind. After that much time, my mind will certainly be pure. Although neither could tolerate separation from the other, Ramananda Roy nonetheless offered his obeisances to Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and departed. And we'll stop there, the readings. The initial meeting of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy, extremely elevated. Okay, we'll turn it over to the assembled sages gathered around their devices like bumblebees trying to catch some nectar and then giving it to us, Hare Krishna. Ramananda Roy Ki Jai Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Kaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo Silence is deafening. <laughs> I think they might be seeing that I'm struggling a little bit tonight. I don't know what happened. The change of weather, it got re really warm, then it got cold, and something. All right. I mean, if it, if nobody's going to give me any mercy, what can I do? I'll just have to take out my uturiya and go begging door to door around here to see if I can get some alms. <laughs> usually, by at this point, if I start my exit mantras, somebody usually says something. Hey, Rati. Once again, saving the day. Okay. Haribo. Give me something to do. I'm just here fiddling my thumb, doing nothing. 
It looks like she has more coming. But she says, Dear Guru Maharaj, <laughs> please accept my respectful obeisances. I first of all really appreciate that you continue to read to us in spite of possible health inconvenience. No, it's not it's not a real health inconvenience, Radhi. I appreciate your your clear vision. But uh it's just that I I put this anyway, it's a long story. It's a long story. We had a, a, a heat a heat wave here. And my it's true that my body is very sensitive, but I'm not sick. I'm definitely not sick. But uh, th then some cold air came in because we opened the windows and everything, and some cold air came in, and I guess my body is a little bit tuned, a little bit sensitive, and uh, somehow rather made some change. And then when I drank the water, it kind of went down the wrong pipe or something. And then Hare Krishna. But I'm not sick. Thank you very much for thinking of me, taking care of me. He says, tonight we truly heard a lot of nectar. Oh, yeah. This was just the beginning of this nectarian chapter. That's why I gave a little prelude to it, you know, previous. Uh, yeah. Preview of some coming attra attractions. I feel like I should read that again because of how much I was struggling. Maybe it's okay. Hey, hey, Rati, what do you think? Should I read that again because I struggled a little bit? Because this is such a wonderful chapter. I mean, I want to read it, you know, perfectly as possible. Of course, the audiobook is not far away few more months I think what amazes me is that every time I read these books and I'm reading these books a lot over the last six years I've read a lot and they never get tiring every time I read it it's like I'm reading for the first time it's amazing it's a spiritual experience actually Most of her comments are coming in. She says, Please take good care of yourself, Guru Maharaj, and do not strain yourself. I was running around again and have missed some parts, but I really loved hearing about the meeting of these two transcendental personalities. Yes. We also heard a lot about the importance of going door to door. Well, I thought it was interesting how, or it is interesting how some of the most intimate associates of Lord Chaitanya, they didn't take birth right where Lord Chaitanya was. They seemed to be oh, far away and doing so many other things. And he just w walked around and just picked them all up, <laughs> put them all together, and the result was Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. So you can't always judge. I mean, or, obviously, ordinary people could not judge, you know, Ramananda Roy. A thousand people came with him to take a bath. Elephants and bands and brahmanas and who knows what else. I remember when Lord, Chit when, uh, Lord Chaitanya asked Gadara Pandit to go and see Pundarik Vijaniri when he heard the Pundarik Vijanidi was coming close, he was traveling. And he went there and he came and he saw Pundarik Vijanidi used to travel in this caravan with a place where he could set up a big tent and sit and he had all kinds of opulence and he looked very, you know, sophisticated and almost like a Visha, he looked like one. So Gananda Pandit came in and looked and he said, whoops, maybe I'm in the wrong place, <laughs> you know. He thought, how could this person be someone that I should associate with? So he was polite and talked to him and then he went back and Lord Chaitanya said, so did you, did you meet? And he said, yeah, I met him, but did you, did you hear from him a Krishna Katha? And he said, no, I just met him and paid my base and my respects and then left. If you go back, 
you go back there and have Krishna Kapal with him. So then he went back and uh, inspired by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he started quoting some verses from Bhagavatam for the 10th canto. And as soon as Pujamajanidhi heard, he started going mad. He had all these transcendental systems and he was flailing his body and he broke you know, everything in the, where he was staying. And then Gadara Pandit said, oh, now I understand. And I said, now I said, I've made an offense against a great soul. What can I do? I think I, I must take, ask him for initiation. So then Pundarik Vijaniti gave initiation to Kadada Pandit. Kadada Pandit is Radharani. And Pundarik Vijaniti is the father of Radharani in the spiritual world. So these things go on where external people can't, people who are not devotees, who don't understand the Lord's pastime, they can't understand what's going on. You see? So by reading these books, cover to cover, again and again and again, we are being lifted up to the spiritual world because we can understand, to a certain extent, depending on our level of qualification, we can understand something we can never understand everything. The Lord's unlimited and we're limited. How is that possible that we could understand everything? So yes, it's wonderful the meeting of these great two, two great souls, Kishaka and Krishna and Radharani together. And automatically their love awakened spontaneously. And everyone else was standing around watching saying, what's going on here? Shudra, he's embracing a Shudra? How is this possible? Anyway, thank you, Radhi, for getting, having, having, allowing us to think these things. So, a couple more comments. She says, door to door is something I haven't done for years. Sometimes I really miss it. Please bless me with the courage to take it up again sooner rather than later. I'm not, I won't give you, I will, I will order you, go out door to door. It, you're made for it. You are made to do door to door, Radhi Manjari. You're fearless. You will give people something very substantial. She says, it is such a great opportunity to show our care for the lives of these struggling householders yes. and to get purified ourselves. Yes, exactly. Precisely. Okay, I think I will, unless there's more from her, keyboard, her prolific keyboard coming through. Okay, we'll stop there. We're just getting started. Now they have their meeting and they're going to their own places and then they're going to come back again the next morning or night and we're going to hear some deep stuff. So bring your ears and make sure they're clean. <laughs> by chanting your rounds nicely and taking Krishna Prashadam. Do all the things that Vaishnavas do. Next. Some more comment from Rati. She says, thank you for your mercy upon me. I also really love to hear once again how the Lord is so full of love and he is not afraid to show it. Yes. Well, even though it's not, he's not afraid. Even though when he, even though he he understood that these Brahmins were around and ordinary people around, but he was so strong that he just couldn't help himself. <laughs> then afterwards, when he noticed they were looking at him in a weird, then he kind of backed off a bit. But yeah, he was overwhelmed. That's what love of God means. You're actually overwhelmed. Okay, thank you so much, Rati Manjari, for. Uh, sparkling the uh, 
tonight's reading and uh, bringing out some nice reflections. Uh, thank all the rest of you who were there uh, and are there. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Prema Nandi Hari Hari This is how you get it. Gaur Prema Love for Lord Chaitanya by hearing Chaitanya Charitamrita through the lotus mouth of Srila Prabhupada Hare Krishna See you tomorrow night Same place Same time Same things only the nectar of the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow night.